Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. what I would do if I ended up in like a radio studio booth what kind of like oh yeah fucking scat what, would come like, out of my <laughs> mouth <laughs> yeah. what radio personality would just take over your body I feel like I would just be possessed by a guy named like Dave Bryan and I would just yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you just guide the nation through the- through their morning traffic absolutely the weather, absolutely. Oh my god. <laughs> the amount yeah. of time from like, god, from like 6 until 11 as a child that I listened to morning radio hosts, like that was a thing. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely Ugh. same. And that was just like, oh yeah, like if you ever heard them on the street or it was like, same as like fucking, sorry, is there an anonymous person in our fucking document right now? Hello? What? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I got distracted from my cold open because there is someone oh, in our episode uh, notes right now. <laughs> there is <laughs> Catherine Hardwick, our producer, has joined the show as an anonymous oh, manatee. Kick someone out? <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, that's fine. That's just a silent producer. No, I'm changing this back to Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm booting them. No, it's fine. I just, I feel perceived and in a way that I've never yeah. expected to be i'm refreshing but you disappeared the manatee is still here and you are gone no who are you there <laughs> is it scary hello no it's still here fuck get out <laughs> <laughs> the call is coming from inside the house <laughs> can i chat <laughs> yeah are we allowed to like chat this type of message with them <laughs> this is more important than anything that's ever happened to me hey who are you <laughs> asl <laughs> Why are some users anonymous? Please leave. <laughs> hey, we're recording right now. And this is wild. This is so scary. <laughs> Lily, what's going on? They're just going to be here. That's wild. How is it? How are how are we not able to boot someone? I don't know. I feel like for some reason, this is like the opposite of AOL chats when I was younger. I feel like someone yeah. has, like, come into my home, and I hate it. What the fuck? Anyways, I'm going to pretend like that yeah, doesn't... Yeah, we'll, we'll update you if anything happens, I guess, live in the studio. Anyways, <laughs> back to radio show hosts. I feel like very similarly to, like, morning news and, like, evening news casters, those, like, local celebrity yeah. types had a very strong hold on me as a child. Yeah. That I was like, yeah, I could... Oh, for sure. I could do that. Um, but I also know with strong confidence that if I ever ran into those people as a kid, I would have freaked my bean because yeah. I thought that they only existed like in the radio or in the TV. Right. Those are the only two possibilities. Yeah. It's very similarly to like what I thought teachers were as a child. I thought that they only existed during the time that I perceived them and then they were gone and then they just came back when I needed them. Right. I imagine that some folks feel that way about us 
every Monday. <gasps> oh my god, they're gone. <laughs> they're gone. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Just an update on anonymous Guys, manatee. They are gone. Anonymous manatee also bullying works. So also, <laughs> take that advice. Turns out that oh my god, that was the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. That oh my god, I literally am like sweating. <laughs> I can't deal with confrontation, and that was, like, too much. I feel like a lot of people probably feel that way about us, though. Like, every Monday morning, we're here. Just a a little too much, and they didn't ask for it. (laughs) We're here in their headphones, and then we disappear for a week. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we are the anonymous man. We are. Anyways, well... In your lives. (laughs) Welcome to It's a Twilight, aka Anonymous Manatee. Yes. I think that was my first real experience with a cryptid, IRL. And it was recorded. Yeah, like an actual, like a, a ghost encounter. <laughs> like a haunting encounter. And we got it recorded. Yeah. Wow. What are the chances? What are the odds? Welcome to the space. How are you? I am, um, you know, still... Aside God, from recovery. I'm <laughs> still recovering. Um, but also my, my happy thing. And I don't know if I would call it a happy thing necessarily. But it is somewhat related to our... our <laughs> it could also be described as a internet ghost cryptid oh scary my God. terrifying okay thing. um i want to talk about the metaverse <laughs> okay finally if you are unaware dear listener and also Allie, our our good friend zuck mark zuck <laughs> today made a big old stink on a national television he is a big fucking stink in my life the newest uh cool way to do virtual meetings um through the beauty of vr um, and it's called the metaverse, and it is the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I hate this man. I hate him, and I hate everything he's done for democracy and also the world at large. Um, but this is like crossing a personal line, because it is literally just like tech bros reinventing essentially the Sims or Second Life, but for office culture and wearing those ridiculous little headsets yeah. while you're at work at your job if he first of all i literally have chills right now because my body is like in fight mode like i'm ready to just like smack yeah. the shit out of this dude i'm just like rejecting this my body's my body is like putting on armor because i yeah. only ever see this man this man zuck wants so hard to be just the best man ever. He wants to be, like, yes. so cool. He wants yes. to be, like, the best. I only ever see like, him. Hey, remember when I was covered in sunscreen and you all laughed and it was That's really cool literally and funny. literally, <laughs> I only see him. I only ever see him as a white cast man. If this ever happened where someone asked me in an in-person workplace, which I don't ever want to go back to, but to put on a sweaty, stinky VR headset and go mm-hmm. into a meeting... There's absolutely no way you'd convince me. I'd be the last one to do it. And yeah. then I would go around to everyone else's cubicle and slam their head into their desk with it. Yeah. There's no fuck. It's you what all. they deserve. Absolute- yeah. It's that that is justified. Everything about this is bad, but it's also remarkably funny that it's all the, the animations and stuff. Because what it is like a realized virtual office that looks like The Sims. And yeah. you have like your own little custom character that's talking in whatever the fucking VR. But they don't even have Lower bodies. They're just... No. <laughs> they went, like, so hard on making desks and, like, actual decorations and outside scenery for the office culture that you are inside yeah. a VR headset. And they just stop at the bust. And they got no legs. <laughs> I so hate funny. it. I hate it so much. It's rough stuff. No one... A- hey, Mark? 
No one asked for this. No, you didn't have to do this. We actually would have preferred if you didn't. (laughs) We would have preferred if you didn't. And from everyone that I've spoken to over the last 18 months in regards to meetings, no one at this point wants to be perceived in meetings. at all. No fucking way am I going into this and pretending like toxic positivity. Like, yes. (laughs) No. Eat my ass. (laughs) Like, I don't want this. I want... Everyone, all these employees to be paid equitably. That's all. (laughs) And be able to, like, if they have vacation time, to be able to take it without being forced to have their, like, email on their phone during it. (sighs) Suck. No one asked for this. Eat my ass. God, kid pisses me off. But I am very excited to see uh, billionaires getting their shit rocked uh, (laughs) with their fucking VR headsets. So, you know, there's a plus and a a minus for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But uh, how are you, my friend? Oh, I'm just... (laughs) Just thinking about that just makes me so angry because there's so many different ways that you could use your literal billions of dollars. And that is definitely a choice. Yes. (laughs) It's not the one that any of your employees asked for, but, you know, go off. Sure. I'm doing okay. Um, At the moment... At this exact moment, anyways, um, we are currently not having a heat wave and all of the wildfire smoke is not currently bothering us. So, like, I'm That's driving. Great. Yeah, good to hear. I will, I don't know if that'll be the same when this episode comes out. So, right. you know, we'll see. But my happy thing for this week, one, is just like consistently Winter Mitchell. But yes. <laughs> specifically, absolutely, we stand. <laughs> Always and forever, but um, specifically Winter this past week tweeted <laughs> something that I didn't realize how much I needed to see. Yeah. <laughs> and how much it, like, resonated with me personally. Um, it was two photos yes. of Madonna specifically at 37 years old wearing Versace. This very, like, uh, lilac purple uh, slip dress. Very beautiful. It's yeah. very clear that in this photo, because Madonna's sitting down at the Versace mansion, <laughs> from this photo, very clearly not wearing a bra. No. <laughs> and I can't tell, but probably also not wearing underwear. I don't um, think so, because that is like a high <laughs> slit. The slit is not even a leg slit. It goes up to, like, the middle of her torso. <laughs> like, yes. She is living her truth in Florida here. Um, absolutely. And at the Versace mansion, at this table that she is very... Very concentrated and looking down at. She is reading tarot. Just a whole ass vibe. It's the biggest mood I've ever seen. Um, I've never felt more represented by Madonna. Yeah. And I, when Winter tweeted this, I was like, wait a second. Madonna? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Reading tarot. And then all the parts of the sentence. Like, I I continued to reread the sentence, but enunciating each part differently (laughs) as I read it. (laughs) It's like the new version of Cellar Door. It's like the most, like, pleasing sentence to to read It's just incredibly powerful. Um, Not just everything that she's wearing, but the fact that she's, like, really intensely looking at this tarot spread... Yes. And it's unclear, like, is she doing this for her? Is she doing it for someone at the Versace mansion? Yeah. Um, is she I need someone to do something? an enhance and show me what those cards are. <laughs> 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 I have so many questions. None of them are being answered, but somehow it just made me feel at peace. 
in that moment. Oh, for sure. And I love that a lot. So um, winter, as always, doing the Lord's work. And I appreciate that immensely. We simply have to stand. Truly. (laughs) Um, Winter, I know you will never hear this, but please, God, this is an open invitation. Anytime. If you have anything coming up in the next six quarters that you would like to promote, (laughs) you are welcome in this space. It is yours. Go off. This is a light news week, I would say. Not a lot going on. Not a lot going on, but that doesn't mean that we don't have some heavy hitters on here as well. This is true. The first of which... I don't know that this is brand new news, but it does feel like it is important to mention. Yes. Especially because of the fact that as we have seen throughout the years, there are a lot of corporate accounts related to Twilight that we need to be in contact with. Right. We want, we have some questions we would like. We have some questions. (laughs) We would like to be in contact with you. So this is just a direct plea, I guess. Yeah. To the Lionsgate TikTok account, first of all, the work that you are doing, no one asked for it, but thank fuck you're doing it. Yeah, it is deserved. It is incredible. (laughs) (laughs) I distinctly remember the first um, TikTok that the Lionsgate (laughs) account did um, was one that I sent to you, Cody. Yes, it is on. Hinged, these are TikToks. Of them celebrating their 1 million followers on TikTok, which was them finally posting, as a treat, the dirty version, the uncensored version of Twilight. And I, oh my God, what I would give for that to actually exist. Oh God, I need it so bad. Uncut. (laughs) I need it so bad for one, because the fact that I know that Stephanie would die. If that existed. Absolutely. She would just simply turn to dust. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. That that would be her like last and final nail in the coffin. But two, because I know (laughs) from experience of these two actors, how much Rob and Kristen actually curse as people. Right. So it's really not that difficult to think like, oh, just accidentally during this time. (laughs) That they might have needed to cut some stuff out of there. Very important. I love this so much. But yeah, Lionsgate TikTok account, I need to know who you are. And if you don't, if you don't want to say this out loud, (laughs) that's okay. You're more than welcome to use any sort of anonymity that you would like. Yeah, we'll put a a funky little voice filter on you. We can... (laughs) Absolutely. We can do whatever you need. Um, But we would love to know about your ways. Yes. Because you are very clearly um, taking the renaissance that's happening right now and using it to your favor. So yeah. good on you. You are an artist. I, I will Oh argue. my God. Yeah. <laughs> you are absolutely an artist. <laughs> um, speaking of art, would you like to give us an update on Spencer and where it's at? Absolutely. We got a little, a little bit of Spencer. Just a tease. Here. Just a tease is that we finally have a release date. I love this. Which is exciting because we know it's premiering at festivals and it's doing its thing and, you know, it's coming. But now we know for sure it's going to be in the theaters on November 5th. Why does it not shock me that this movie is a Scorpio? I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited. Unsurprising. Yeah. I am shocked that when you shared this on our account that there still is no trailer yet. No trailer. We've got no trailer Why is this coming out in mere months and we have not seen anything? 
I would like yeah. to see it. <laughs> I would like to see it for many different reasons, but yes. at least just give us the trailer. Give me anything. Literally. I want stills. I want to watch Kristen Stewart move while being Princess Diana. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? Apparently. Especially because the fact that we've gotten teased this week with Elizabeth Debicki. True. That was a big day for uh, Princess Di. Oh <laughs> Adaptations. my gosh. So I'm just, I need to see, I need to see it. Show it. Show it. <laughs> Please. Please. Um, Please. I just want to see. Um, don't be shy. No, don't be shy. It's okay. Just show us the goods. Um, yeah. But yes, as soon as that trailer comes out, you absolutely know you'll be able to find it on our Twitter account because we will not shut up about it. Yes. <laughs> um, if you hear just like random yelps from like outside your door, uh, it's us just like projecting. Yeah. And letting you know that there's uh, the trailers out. So we have some stuff going on in Vampire Academy. We do. When we last left off, what I remember was very 2005, 2006 kind of going on. Yeah. Specifically, if I remember chapter 10 more so of like getting some backstory. We got the schnapps. Yes, we got the peach schnapps, the birds. <laughs> yeah, we finally figured out what the heck was going on with the, like, raven um, yeah. that they kept, like, teasing about. Um, we get a little sexy moment. Uh, yes. With Jesse and Rose. And lots of, um, lots of good language about, like, sexuality. Yes. <laughs> Definitely not, like, sex shaming at no, all. So good and very not. Uh, dated in any particular no. way. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> and so that is where I remember us yeah. leaving off. Do you want to start us off with chapter 11? Absolutely. So we're having a little girls moment here. Just like girl time. Just like girl time. We got in Lisa class. and Rose <laughs> just chatting and stuff while fully not paying attention in class as per usual. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Where this is like, hey, do you need something to wear for tonight? Because um, it's the assembly for All Saints Day. Literally, why did my brain go to like, oh, it's like homecoming. Like everyone's going to go to the gym. Yeah, seriously. I was like, <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> could you imagine? If it's like, I want Vampire Academy prom. I don't oh, know if prom my exists God. in here. <laughs> I don't remember if it does. I would like to see it. You know? Yeah, my immediate brain went to like, oh, they have like a student council. There's going to be like... Right challenges and all this shit <laughs> not like oh like a royal assembly like it's yeah. a it's a dinner got it like okay. a regular yeah just people eating and stuff <laughs> yeah there's not gonna be like fucking pizza challenges or something right got which it. is apparently a really big deal like all the oh, big yeah. wigs of the vampire royals show up for that you know and it's a big thing yeah um, rose doesn't give a shit but like lissa's pretty yeah Lissa, pretty Lissa's like this is my moment like I, got, yeah. I have to prove myself and my you know I'm the last of my royal family I gotta serve out there and Rose is like oh I didn't realize I forgot that was happening uh sure uh, I guess whatever <laughs> she's like oh, I guess I don't have any I'm running out of lip gloss and that sucks but <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I mean you know the important things in life and then, so class is over. They're, that's basically it. They're just saying, like, yeah, it's a, it's a stuffy little thing that they have to do, which is annoying for Rose. Because um, right. she doesn't like to do any of that hoity-toity shit, you know? And that's fair. Yeah, when we find absolutely. out what this is, it does sound really boring. It sucks, it looks like. Like, it did not seem very <laughs> fun. 
But then Rose goes to do some training with Dimitri. And it's uh, not the usual training. No, it's, I think too, it's like, this is such a shift in ever since like um, Dimitri like kind of busted in on his on nut. A, on, yeah. <laughs> Are you proud? Are you proud? No, that? honestly. So <laughs> I want to sit in that, that that silence for a little bit. Just no, to like I don't. Soak in. <laughs> what I was gonna say is, ever since Dimitri stopped Jesse and Rose from canoodling, oh yeah, um, <laughs> and they had that little exchange where Rose is like, "Is he checking me out? Whatever." Oh yeah, like, in my he, black you know, bra, in my my sexy black bra. <laughs> Where I look better than anyone else who's ever worn a black bra. But, like, now there's such a a shift, too, where she is, like, actively being like, hey, Demetri's actually, like, pretty fucking hot. There is something going on here that I'm, like, thinking about, you know? It's like, that was a very, it's a very hard switch where that becomes a thing, you know? It's so obvious that she's crushing on him because when she goes into the gym... She's like, I noticed he was wearing a t-shirt and loose running pants. Ooh. And, like, he looks really good. And it's like, Rose. <laughs> yeah, and she's, like, has an, an internal monologue that's like, stop, stop looking. Look away. <laughs> Don't, it sounds boring. like the most basic, nondescript yeah. workout gear. And she's, like, yeah. dying Fully what it. someone would wear to a training, <laughs> like, right. at a gym. Like, 100%. Um, so they get a little more of, like, passive-aggressive. The training talk here where he's like all right what's what's the first bad thing that happens when you're you know face to face with a strigoi what what do you do like what's he the problem he loves asking these kind of questions it's so he does so little of like actual teaching no <laughs> and combat and he's just like let's some let's do some hypotheticals right now how about that it's like no dimitri <laughs> we need actual substance in training sir please I don't know who told him that this is the way that you educate someone is like, I'm going to make them guess until they're so exacerbated by it that like, I have to just say the answer rather than saving us all the time and just saying it to begin with. So they do a back and forth. It's like, oh, well, they're immortal. And he's like, yes, but no. (laughs) And then she's like, oh, I guess they're like really big and powerful. And he's like, yes, but also no. And it's like, man, (laughs) just what what do you want right and they start to do more like actual fighting each other which is finally finally what we're here you know and rose gets fucking bodied every time (laughs) because dimitri is very strong and very powerful he's like a god or whatever he's like an like he's a he's a big powerful dude and it seems like finally there's i don't know it seemed like rose was like really getting into it and then dimitri was like you should probably go yeah, seriously, it's like, actually, you know what? And he keeps saying things like, oh, you're not doing anything wrong. And she's like, I need you to give me concrete <laughs> tips and feedback. But yeah, anyway, you should get out of here. And she's like, what the? <laughs> what the fuck? No, wait, don't like, don't leave or whatever. Um, and he's like, no, you have like, don't you have a dinner to go to or whatever? <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't you have that very, very fancy dinner? It's very awkward because especially since we find out i obviously i hadn't really thought of it but like mm-hmm. both of them have to go yes. so what yeah. the fuck <laughs> yeah so it's like oh i guess we should go to this thing yeah whatever and then rose is like calling him gorgeous in her brain and it's like getting real real flirty in her inner monologue 
But out loud, she's calling him grandpa, and he's 24. <laughs> I yes. felt my bones start to dissolve. Absolutely, yeah. He And she makes a big deal being like, uh, he's seven years older than me. He's old enough to be, well, not really anything, but that's still, like, weird. It's like, Rose, just, Rose. <laughs> she really does... It, like, she really starts to, like, beat herself up over this, too, because she's, like, he was, like, able to start reading when I was born, <laughs> like, <laughs> started, like, kissing girls when I was, like, a baby, and it's, like, mm-mm. This is not helping no. us at all. No. It's not good. No. Thank you, though. <laughs> <laughs> so. We also get a lot of, like, interior decor updates up and about what the the school is like because it's like ooh, oh, it looks yeah. super like victorian and old school and stuff but they're like but we have wi-fi so <laughs> and we got like fluorescent lights and that's cool it's like okay let's go world building hello i thought that that was very interesting because i it makes sense that they would have internet um just for yeah. staying up to date and all those kinds of things right but then why would you still have fluorescent lights? Yeah. Why? I don't, yeah. If you're going to stick with the whole architecture of it being, yeah. like, Victorian. Get some and candelabras and shit in there. Get some funky exactly up in there. Yeah, lean into the bit. Especially if you're going to be, your daytime is at night. The right. worst thing is going to be having fluorescent lighting. Gross. Yeah. No, not, not ideal. Yeah, I thought that that was super interesting because of the fact that they, Rose kind of, like, describes the every day of what it looks like. And then yeah. goes into, like, major detail of how they've transformed it for the royals that have come in. There are so many paragraphs of what this place looks like. <laughs> Nearly, like, aiming towards Stephanie Meyer levels of description. Seriously, I, I can close my eyes and fully picture every corner <laughs> of this banquet hall. They got fancy tablecloths. They got the candles. They got all these different things. And it's a very stereotypical vampire. Like, lots of red, lots of white, roses, lily, like, the whole everything shebang. that you would imagine when you see, like, vampires in a party city, that's what's there. Yeah. Obviously, it seems like it's a nicer quality, but all of those tropes are there. Absolutely, they're represented. Which is, it feels... <laughs> it's so much. It's so extra. It's gross. But I appreciate it. I appreciate the commitment. We get the fancy guests coming in. The royals. The very cool visiting guests of honor walk in. Um, one of which is Miss Queen Tatiana. Yes. Who's apparently just like head bitch, like running shit. The queen. Yes. And she immediately walks by everyone's, like, all of the, like, regular people, like, <laughs> the guardians and, like, you know, the hampires and stuff, fully just ignores all of them. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. You know, is like, as soon as there's a Maroi, she's like, ooh, let's, now you, I can look at you. It's like, ma'am, <laughs> come on, rude. Can you, like, be a little less subtle here? Yeah, with for With your real. classism? Thank you. Yeah, it is strong here. <laughs> it's not helping Rose's case at yeah. all. Um, right. That she is wearing like a plain ass sweater to this. When... Yeah, not dressing up at all. Not dressing Where up at all. Also, like ball gowns and shit, like really fancy stuff. Yeah, Lissa had to, it, I think, borrow one from Natalie. Yeah, but even like Dimitri has what seems like his like guardian. I don't know, like one fancy outfit. Yeah. Everyone is... The business casual. Right, exactly. <laughs> Guardian fit. 
everyone is in fancy attire and Rose just like pulled up in an old navy sweater. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck do you want like, me I to do? I didn't ask to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you all made me come. Yeah, this is wild. So when I read this initially, I thought like, oh, a queen. Got it. Yes. Like important. Based on what we've heard from Lissa, like probably not kind. No, definitely doesn't seem like a <laughs> definitely doesn't friendly seem nice. woman. I was yeah. not expecting what she said to Lissa. This was the most brutal shit I've ever. It was like a true bait and switch in in like the most like expertise way. It was haunting. In front of what seems like at least like two, maybe 300 people. So she like, she's talking to the Maroi and then she like calls Lissa out immediately. She's like, Vasilissa, what a beautiful name. And we're so sorry about your family. We're happy you've returned. And goes on this whole long speech about how the Dragomir name is like commands respect and they have like a long history and which is leading up to maybe being like oh you will you will carry this torch right because you're the last one of your family you are the only lineage left right right and then (laughs) she pauses (laughs) I'm just gonna read it because it is every word of it it is poison and it's so she says you're doubly named with power your names represent the finest quality peoples peoples have to offer and hearken back in time to deeds of greatness and valor. And she pauses again and says, But as you have demonstrated, names do not make a person, nor do they have any bearing on how that person turns out. And oh. then she just walks away. <laughs> oh. It's important to note obviously, with any sort of royal, but especially in this academy, right? That, like, this head bitch is surrounded by, like, four guardians in front of her and four guardians behind her, right? So, like, not only does she walk away, but then she has this, like, fucking security walk by her, too, and it's like, you are not important. It is the most dramatic and brutal Uh, thing uh, I've ever witnessed. (laughs) It's truly wild. One of the most like, vitriol things I've ever read. Yes. (laughs) Because it is so, it's not even covert, but, like, usually when we read these things, it's very, like, Mia, and it's, like, uh, like a chihuahua Mm -hmm. kind of, like, barking and insulting. (laughs) This is so, like, I am, I'm using the royal we. Like, I'm very up here. I don't need to be so overt with my insults. Yeah. To get across my power. And it's like, oh my God. I don't know how Lissa made it through. Seriously. She beelines to the courtyard and just like chills with a statue and some dead trees. And some (laughs) dead trees. Some dead trees. As you do. And has a little chat with Natalie, which uh, Rose is like very much eavesdropping on because she was going to (laughs) go say hi to Lissa, but she was like, I'll just let them have the moment, but I'm not going to leave. I will hear this. (laughs) Right. And she was like, she shouldn't have said that. Like, she was being such a bitch. Like, that sucks. You know, you're good. Like, everyone here loves you. And Lissa goes full self-deprecating, being like, no, I did deserve it. She's right. I'm a coward. But fucking Natalie... This ma'am is, like, trying her best to be sympathetic, but is very clearly struggling because she starts to try and... Oh, and equate it. <laughs> very not the same situation. Yeah, 
she tries to like talk about her own experiences, but then she also is trying to like get dirt on why Lissa and Rose left too. Yeah, she's totally prying. She's using this like moment of weakness to be like, oh my God, this was totally like how I read the wrong chapter for class and I look like a damn fool. But also like, you know, maybe you leaving was justified if you want to talk about it. You don't have to, but like I'm Ugh. here if you would like to. Gross. I love that this was the point where Rose was like, all right, uh, shut the Let fuck up. Let me step up. in. Yeah. <laughs> hey. hey. Love her. Love her. Yes. An absolute ally. Natalie's truly just, like, scared in her boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she's like, well, um, guess this is my time. I guess I gotta go run to daddy and... <laughs> yeah, gross. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. I felt incredibly sorry for Lissa. Um, yeah. And also for Rose, too, because, like, Lissa's very obviously in this, like, incredibly vulnerable moment and has no ability to, like, self-control. Yeah. And so is like projecting all of her emotions and rose is like mm, yes let me take all of these yeah yum 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 because <laughs> the you know because they're the bond babes which is rough um yeah i do appreciate the rose like i i will kill her if you want me to like I, yeah, right? I, I don't care and she's like rose stop it <laughs> if anyone hears anything you're saying you will be arrested on the spot um that is incredibly treasonous so please yes. stop saying that don't do that no <laughs> but i would love to see that you know like Forty-four percent into the way in through this book. Yeah. Let's just take a turn. Try to kill the queen instead. Yeah, you know what? Just do a little girls' trip. <laughs> kill <Right>. the queen. <laughs> just kill the queen. I know that I have said this for like two weeks now, but I'm fucking tired of Mia. I'm tired yeah. of her. I hate it. I hate this plotline, this character, everything about it. Nothing she does is interesting to me. She gives me absolutely nothing. Yeah. Especially not only in this chapter and the shit that she says, but then what she ends up doing next chapter too, which is fucked. Yes. Uh, very fucked. <sighs> yeah. One of the things that she says, that Mia says here too, I guess I had forgotten about when Rose started talking about her backstory. And Mia does like nasty digs in this moment when she comes up with her like two friends yeah. and is like hey Lissa so I know that you're really sad right now uh like super sucks uh to be a royal and have everyone look at you and be like mm, you suck but what if I just make this worse for you right now actually yeah how about just make you look like an absolute loser <laughs> right and being like, oh, that, like, she's just making fun of her for, like, getting called out like that. And then also being like, you know, I may not be royal because you're all, you know, spreading, not rumors because it's true, but, like, the fact that everyone knows I'm not really royal. But at least I have parents. And at least I see my parents. And it's like, Mia, Mia, stop it. Mia, shut the fuck up. Who asked you? Why are you here? Go away. Are you even allowed to be out at this time? <laughs> Like, I honestly, like, bless Rose in this moment for having the impulse control, because I honestly don't know that I would have. And uh, to be fair, Rose didn't really either, um, because yeah. they were about to fight, and then Dimitri was like, can you not, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm she had working. to be stopped. <laughs> I am supposed to be working right now, because yeah. there are royals here, and I really don't need to break up your fight. <laughs> Yeah. It's so funny, too, that, like, in this moment with Mia, Rose is like, she doesn't pick a fight with her because she's like, I don't, you know, pick fights or start fights when people can see me. You know, I like to do more covert stuff. But then, like, yeah. a couple pages later, she initiates a fight with Christian. Literally. In very much in public. 
like 50 feet away from this. Yeah, it's like froze. <laughs> you can be honest. <laughs> yeah, just say that like you essentially just got picked up, like physically got grabbed by Dimitri yes. and thrown away. Like that's okay. Yeah. You can just say that. But yeah, Dimitri was like, we gotta go. Yeah. You're about to turn into a pumpkin. So right. you gotta go. <laughs> yeah. And it's fucked up, right? Because, like, Rose is very clearly asking Lissa if she's going to be okay. And Lissa's not okay. Yeah, and she is being like, I'm fine. It's okay. And she's I'm not. I'm good. I've never been better. When she's just, like, tears in her eye. Like, very clearly. She's standing next to a dead tree, for Christ's sake. Like, she's not yeah. good. No. <laughs> the metaphors <laughs> are here. They are very clear. And so when... <laughs> I just love that when Dimitri and Rose are walking away... Christian very obviously must have had, like, a fucking beacon on Lissa's emotions. Yeah. Starts <laughs> his, his alarm went off in his head. Yeah. He's like, I gotta go. Uh, this woman's vulnerable. I need her. And starts going towards her. And I did love that, like, Dimitri is watching Rose pick this yeah. fight with Christian. And is like, mm, I could intervene, but I'm a not. But actually, this one is worth it. <laughs> this <laughs> so one. Good. I'm gonna just let this one play out, actually. And Rose is just like, leave her alone. You're a stalker. You're a weirdo. Nobody likes you. Get the hint. And then we see this like dramatic thing where Christian's like about to go out to see Lissa in the courtyard. And he's like covered in shadows. And he, you can see him contemplating and he just turns away and goes to another corridor. And it's like, down bad. This dude's down bad. <laughs> Rose, yeah. can you chill? Lissa has one other friend besides you and God. he's maybe not a good guy right but but he's maybe not the worst he guy. is being incredibly kind to her so far even though he is a little weird you know weird doesn't mean bad always oh yeah right <laughs> he hasn't proven himself to be the bad right yeah. but he's on fucking thin he's ice. on thin fucking ice yeah for sure he has set someone on fire so like yes. let's uh, let's not forget yeah <laughs> we are starting chapter 12 this chapter is rough. Yeah, on a lot of different fronts. So Rochelle, and I don't know why, Rochelle was like, you know what books need in 2006 is more animal cruelty. Right. One was not enough. <laughs> One in my book was not enough, so I need more. But there is, it's later on in the chapter, and I don't remember when, but we'll get to it later. But then there's also like self-harm later yes. in this chapter yeah just know that and we'll get to it and warn you with a timestamp later yeah for sure because i was not fucking expecting it it Rochelle. was very jarring absolutely yeah um and it, like i lissa get, gave off that vibe like it was kind of hinted earlier on right yeah but it was like Rochelle. it was please. very traumatic in the way it was unveiled 100 so we start this chapter rose is yes. trying to sleep and she cannot. <laughs> she is tossing and turning. And she wakes up and is like, oh, God, my bond. My bond. <laughs> Liz is in danger. Liz is freaking out. Something's wrong. Right. I got to go save her. But it's also the middle of the night, which means she can't really go anywhere without actually going through, like, the bureaucracy of the system, you know? I also keep forgetting that, like, nighttime for them is, like, it's, like, noon. Right. It's, like, yeah, it's noon. So <laughs> it's vampire night, but it is Midday. So, like, sneaking around, and Rose mentions this, too, of, like, she has a third floor room, so it'd be hard to, like, 
climb out and like sneak out but also right. you'd be sneaking out and it's like bright as fuck out right you're out everyone can see you <laughs> right <laughs> it's hard to sneak across a quad when it's like 1 p.m yeah so she like goes to one of these like fucking hall monitors or whatever the fuck and it's like i need to go see i need my Dimitri. guardian i need my guardian right now and she's like, sorry, you are under house arrest. <laughs> and she's like, it's an emergency. And she's like, well, you look fine. She's like, it's not that. It's, can you just like, let me, can you just call him, please? <laughs> so annoying. And then Dimitri comes and, and he's like, Lisa. And she's like, yeah. So they like, they're like, got it. Let's go. Let's go see our girl. And shit is not good. It's not good. Very not good. Uh, Lissa is apparently in the bathroom and Rose's like, let me go in there first just to like see what's up. I was unclear in this moment if it was like a hallway, like a dorm hallway bathroom or if it was a bathroom in her dorm. I just assumed it was in her dorm, but it- I assumed so as well. But when they, when Rose like went into the bathroom, she said she walked down five stalls. Okay. Yeah. So definitely it's a communal bathroom situation. Yeah. And so I was like, what? This is wild (laughs) that she would have to, there would have been so many more steps of like what happened in her room and then having to go and like put that in the trash can in the communal bathroom. Oh God. Yeah. That that Uh, makes it so much more messy. (laughs) It really does. So gross. First of all, but I know she didn't have anything to like do in that. No, so no, exactly. It's like, that's, that's that's what happens, you know? Um, Right. So she walks into the bathroom and notices Lissa is fully covered in blood. Like, yeah. head to toe, her face, like, her arms, everything. Like, yeah. Covered in blood. Very scared. This is like dual self harm yeah. and animal cruelty. Yeah. For so the just next, camp. like, six minutes, prob. Yeah. Um, oh, it's so rough. It's oh. so bad. I felt so bad because I think, like, it's very clear from this that this is not the first time that Rose have had to do this. Yeah. Which is rough. Really sad. Yeah. But also just the idea that like when you open up a stall that someone is just like covered in blood from a triage level, it's like, where am I supposed to start here? Yeah. <laughs> like, that is, yeah it's like, ha. Mm. So she starts by like cleaning her up and like getting her okay and notices that it's both blood on her from something else and also blood from her wrists essentially um, yeah from self-harm and so it's like a double whammy of like uh-oh this is all there's a lot of not great stuff going on here i'm glad that rose wore a sweatshirt yes yeah because they're on that time clock of like the hall monitor was like you have like i mean they yeah. didn't say a time yeah, but it's essentially it. like you have two minutes to yeah. like before we come in and like the only point of like levity if i can even say that (laughs) in this very traumatic scene is that like she gives her the hoodie which is great so she's like mostly covered up um, yeah but doesn't realize that she still has blood all over her face so i did not really clean that up and that was just like in 4k like right exposed and be like oh okay what happened here i think it makes sense that rose was like treating the like open wounds was much more of a priority, absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah. And so it had just been like, oh, you know, it's just like blood on her face. Like, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and so when Demetri comes in, is like, what the fuck is going on? Um, so we learn that it is um, a rabbit. Blood from a rabbit. Yeah. Lissa's just like, it's the rabbit. Like, we're supposed to know. Right. Like, like- <laughs> everyone around her naturally is like, what rabbit are you talking about? 
Yeah. And um, it looked to be, have, like, incredibly torn apart, like, fully, like, eviscerated by the time she saw it in her dorm. And she just, like, fully panicked and, like, tried to, like, clean it up or even try to heal it, you know, and get it away. So before Natalie comes in or something. Yeah. But it just, because it was so already terrible, how it was placed there, there was no hope. It just got blood everywhere and just, like, made it worse and made a whole big mess, which is rough stuff yeah that's awful especially because the fact that she mentions it was like right in the middle of the floor yeah so there's only so much that she could do before that's like i'm assuming it's in a dorm that there's carpet right so there's like only so much that you can do in that moment and so naturally like the I guess it's not a hall monitor, but they're meant to, like, it's a matron, and so, like, yes, a dorm right. person. And Demetria are, like, freaking out of, like, this keeps happening. Like, what's going on? Yeah, it's like, our security seems to be fucked if this is the second very traumatic instance of this in mere days, you know? Yeah. Especially because this one, if I'm not mistaken, had a note, too. Yes. Which is threatening. Even more it threatening. It was super threatening. <laughs> one of the things that I think that Lissa mentions later on was that she wanted to try to uh like fix the rabbit right yeah i think she knows better than to say that like in front of them like the people there i think that was like after they got her like into the yeah when she was in like the the clinic yeah Mm -hmm. but i think that the idea of that is just awful to imagine for so many different reasons but like Right. I think that one thing that consistently, like, breaks my heart about Lissa's character is, like, Mm -hmm. seeing something, whether it is an animal or just, like, an object in general that is, like, completely broken and her natural instinct being, like, I am going to, like, I have to put this back together. Right. And especially over her own well-being, you know? Yeah. Like, prioritizing herself, you know? Because she's just, like, fully in a traumatic situation and is getting deliberately threatened. And she's just like, I I have to save this. I have to save this bunny. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, so sad. Like, oh, the self-sacrifice and the that is, like, wild. And it's rough, too, because I think, like, there's a part during this chapter where Rose does not understand Lissa's coping mechanism of self-harm. Yeah. It's not treated very well. It is It respect. is not written well from, yeah. like, from Rose's perspective. And I think that yeah. understanding where Lissa's coming from here of, like, she is punishing herself. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. For not being able to control something that is, like, very obviously out of her control. Right. It is a hard line to walk because I think that that is something that for... I don't know that it's for a lot of people, but for folks, like, that is something that will really resonate. Yeah, oh, for sure. Using some sort of coping mechanism of trying to understand the, like, something that is incredibly hard to comprehend. Yes. And trying to self-soothe in whatever form that they did growing Mm -hmm. up. So that is incredibly hard. But yeah, when they got to the clinic, I found it, it was rough because Liz is like obviously exhausted like yes. had a really long day of like a bad day <laughs> and then like just getting wrecked from the queen yeah. and now like this again um yeah. and i it's rough because like 
knowing that your dorm, which is supposed to be like your safe space Mm -hmm. in this academy is not safe again, has to be just unbelievable. So she is just like, uh, naturally like having a hard time, like relaxing and being able to like sleep in this moment, but does seem to like finally relax, which is good. Yeah. Whereas Oof. Rose is just having a complex. Um, yes. Yeah. In her own head, as usual. I think mainly because of all of the stuff that Carp said, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. And just, like, being afraid of this, like, you know, cyclical thing that's going on. And... Yeah. Just the warnings of, like, this, like, mysterious they who will, like, yeah. take Lissa away yeah. because of these powers. So... You know, who's to say? Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Love that. <laughs> Just continuing to, like, tease us with this, like, big bad. Right. And it's just unsure of where that will go, which is not good. It doesn't seem to get better the next day. No. <laughs> not at all. But things are a little different for, for a myriad of reasons, you know? Yes. Because the shift is no longer on Lissa. Which Rose assumed no. it would have been, um, but on Rose herself because she notices people looking and people are always looking at Lissa and she's just like back off like right. whatever, <laughs> especially after like the first trauma and stuff too. But she notices people are looking at her. She's like, "What the fuck? Why am I the main character today? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? What did I do?" And it turns out that there is a gossip <laughs> amongst this. Shockingly. It happens in their, like, fucking animal studies class when they're talking about the evolution and survival of the fittest with animals. Subtle, Rochelle. Why does all the the animal drama happen in animal class or, like, the response to it? But I also think that's one of the only classes they have together, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But still a little on the nose, Rochelle. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I think that it it seems to all kind of, like, come to a head with... uh, fucking what's his name i think actually i think it was like just a random guy um yeah who tells rose like it was like come on rose like i bleed for you oh yeah and then mia's like loving this and everyone's just like giggling and she's like wait what what (laughs) what the what are you what are you talking about yeah and apparently it is revealed that everyone kind of knows about the whole blood situation between yeah, the two of between them. Rosa and Lissa. And Lissa, yes. And immediately, like, Rose is like, fucking Christian, you <laughs> fucking asshole. How dare you? But she forgets that she also didn't directly tell Jesse, but Jesse found out when they were, when know, they were getting down and dirty. When she got a little too turned on by the idea of <laughs> getting her blood drawn during sex. What I love about this is they are literally in class. They are Literally. doing an activity in class. There is a teacher that is supposed to be paying attention to them. Right. And during this, Rose, followed by Lissa, storm over to Christian's desk. And she essentially, like, slams her hand yeah. onto Christian's <laughs> desk and is like, you motherfucker, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, how dare Says you? Says this in class. The woman who's supposed to be on probation. Yeah. Ugh. The absolute nerve. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And Christian doesn't give a shit. I'm Christian Ozera. Okay. I set people I set on fire. I set people on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing. And you know that. <laughs> yeah. If I wanted to do gossip, I would 
I know. I feel the same way, Spooks. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do gossip this way. I would do it in a much bigger fashion. Absolutely. Yeah, and then Christian's like, well, how about you talk to your fucking golden boy over there? Meaning Jesse. And Liz is like, well, Jesse doesn't know. And Rose is like, uh-oh. <laughs> Ruh-roh. <laughs> Ruh-roh. I may have done a bad. <laughs> and he, Christian obviously knows. Because yeah. Jesse won't shut his fucking trap. And this is obviously being spread everywhere. But then they do start to realize, eventually, after Rose starts to, like, confront them. <laughs> like... When Rose goes over there <laughs> and is like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, what the fuck is this? <laughs> when Jesse was like, just like smiling and like laughing. Um, yeah. He <laughs> went from like having this like cocky smile to just being like one of absolute terror. And it's yeah, like, I, yeah, like, bud. Obviously it's Rose. You don't fucking mess with Rose because she will destroy you <laughs> emotionally and physically. Jesse, you absolute nut. Do you remember when Dimitri grabbed you by the throat? Like, yeah, sir. What happened to you, <laughs> you being a scared little boy then? What happened? Exactly. You just um, want to let everyone think that not only you had sex with Rose, which you did not. And fucking Ralph. Ralph doing the same thing. Yeah. And giving her this reputation of this like, you know, promiscuous gross woman person who loves blood in, during sex which is like you know the the scarlet letter of <laughs> vampire academy right <laughs> yeah she says it's like the worst possible thing you could do yeah it's brutal and none of it was real and it's like you motherfucker i will i will kill you i will absolutely kill you but she doesn't she does like she's like i have to do something that i've never done before which is like i have to like walk away yeah I, strong rose yeah love to see it <laughs> which is rough because you know later when she goes back into her room she's like completely breaks down yeah because it's you know based on what we saw last week you know it's her honor um and it's not just you know something that matters to her now but also you know demetra's involved and Liz Mm -hmm. is involved too which is rough the ending of this I found to be quite interesting of, like, when she actually gets a chance to talk to Lissa for, like, five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> Dimitri kind still. of bends the rules a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Lissa seems to have gotten just, like, a little taste of the dark side. Yeah. She's like, ooh, schemes. <laughs> <laughs> and I found it odd because it seems like Dimitri was like, okay, y- y'all get five minutes. I'm not going to listen to this conversation, though. It seems like Lissa came to the conclusion that, like, Mia was the mastermind of this. Yeah, which, like, the puppet obviously... master. Yeah, because Jesse and Ralph are fools. <laughs> and also, like, Jesse was scared shitless. Yeah. So why would he do this? Yeah. So I found it very odd. <laughs> um, and mainly because of the fact that, like, Rose was not feeling good about this, too. Um, but the fact that Lissa was, like, very set on taking care of Rose as yeah. well. It's also a little bit... Um, a little fruity. It's perhaps. a little bit fruity. But also the way that Lissa seems very set on, like, using compulsion... Yeah. ...of turning the royals against Mia is yeah. wild. Pretty pretty hardcore. So I'm curious to see how that backfires, because we do have a right. lot of this book it left. It certainly will, yeah. <laughs> so that will be interesting, that's for yeah. sure. But we do have chapters 13 and 14 next week. So I am curious to see. I honestly thought that we would have a little bit longer before Lissa went dark side because we have so many books of this series. (laughs) But, you know, like go off if it happens in this book, I guess. Yeah, honestly, I'm here for it. (laughs) We have an amazing 
list of patrons to thank, would you like to start us off? Hell yeah. Shout out to Mallory Hardwick. Pew, 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 pew. Mm. Thank you to Katie Black. Pew, pew, pew. Thank you, Kylie Minty. Pew, 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 pew. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh, yeah. Shout out Carrie Goldberg. Pew, 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 pew. Thank you to Mickey Meyer. Thank you, Rebecca Cullen. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch. Shout out Taylor Brown Town Lautner. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Thank you to Bailey Christian. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. (laughs) Thank you, Kristen Strider. Thank you to Julia Stewart. Thank you, Megan Pattinson. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. Thank you, Rachel Seeker. Thank you to Ashley Dragomir. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Alexandra Ozera. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Thank you to my mom, your mom, our mom, Kelly Beck. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Pew, 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 pew. Thank you to India Peach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you to Laura Forty. Pew, 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 pew. And last, but certainly not least, thank you to Abby Penn. <laughs> so, we were not sent in a fan fiction this week. So, I found a fan fiction. <laughs> Had to do the dirty deed. (laughs) I did it myself. I found this fanfiction from a website that I have never been to before. Um, It looks like it's pretty popular, but also, I don't know. I've never heard of it. Um, This is from a website called Booksy Silk. Um, It looks very, it's got a lot of uh, like red silk satiny imagery, that's for sure. This is a book proper uh that was written by carrie ann the book it seems like what is titled (laughs) missing dawn a series of missing moments so i'm going to be reading from chapter one which is titled isle esme and the reason why i selected this is because according to the twilight saga wiki and their very extensive timeline the (laughs) the anniversary specifically the 15th wedding anniversary of bell and edward would be happening this week when we are recording this um and they would be in isle esme right now so damn love that um the summary of this book is as follows this is a series of missing moments from breaking dawn starting with isle esme since stephanie skipped over the good stuff I couldn't resist filling in some of the gaps, and in all honesty, I was much more interested in seeing events from Edward's POV than I was in Jacob's, my personal opinion. Anyway, it'll probably be about five chapters or so when I'm done, not sure yet. 
Wow. So love it. <laughs> I yeah, love that. Um, and this is from chapter one. So I'm just gonna read a snippet of it. I just got very nervous because I realized that there's a lot of like sexy stuff in here and I'm not gonna read that part. These thoughts uh, darted through my brain in a matter of seconds. I heard a rustle of fabric and my breathing hitched slightly as I realized she had just removed an article of clothing. A robe, perhaps? I concentrated on breathing slowly and evenly as my wife, my wife, stepped <laughs> into the water. My sudden starings of arousal at knowing that Bella was approaching me in all her naked glory warred for dominance over my fear for her safety. Fucking blushing bride, Edward. Okay. Bella's intoxicatingly familiar sense engulfed my senses. Her hair, her skin, her blood... She had showered, and the crisp, flowery perfume of her shampoo and soap intermingled enticingly with her natural aromas. <sighs> I can do this. I will not harm my Bella. I can give her what she wants, what I want, if I'm being honest with myself. She was approaching more closely now, moving gradually and steadily as her body's movement sent little ripples against mine. <laughs> While I stood frozen to the ocean floor as still as a statue. <laughs> and scene. Oh my god. Uh, Put that in the Library of Congress. <laughs> sometimes I forget just like how much of a fucking blushing bride this man was. I I love it so much. He's you gotta go like, back to your roots, you know. Remember truly. Who, who he is. He's just like so nervous all the time. And people are like, oh, yeah, it's because he's a vampire and, like, he's so serious. It's like, no, he's just, like... He's a scared little boy. <laughs> he's just a scared man all the time. And he really can't handle conversations about sex because he's Absolutely scared not. all the time. <sighs> Anyways, thank you for being our anonymous manatee this week. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and I swear to God, please don't ever come into our episode notes while we're recording. Um, leave us alone. Leave <laughs> us alone. Safe space. <laughs> um, we love cryptids, but not when they're harming our recordings because um, it's exactly. incredibly distracting. Even when you can't comment on there, you're just perceiving um that was the first real taste that we got of a live show and it's yeah. clear that we could not handle it nope. so <laughs> <laughs> for, not. for um, sure not nope absolutely not anyways thanks for being here and yeah. as we say in the pacific northwest get bit and get whamped Ooh. oh into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.